Welcome back to the Ice Fat Sports Podcast. I'm Griff. I'm Matt. And today we are entering the conference championship games. Yesterday was uh, the end of the divisional round. This weekend we had some pretty damn good games. Yeah, the, the games were actually great this weekend. The best of the playoffs so far. Um, capped off by a uh, phenomenal Chiefs-Bills game yeah. last last night. Um, I mean, all, all the games, well, aside from... Ravens Texans were particularly close. Ravens Texas was 10 10 at half. Right, right. Well, yeah, the first half was very competitive. Second half, Ravens steamrolled them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we, let's just jump right into the divisional round recap. Uh, starting out with that Ravens Texans game. Yeah, Ravens come away with the 34 to 10 victory. Lamar Jackson goes 16 of 22, 152 and two touchdowns. Also adds 100 yards rushing on the ground and two more touchdowns with his legs. Crazy. Um, yeah, yep. Lamar dominated, and he, he got that playoff win. Um, it's just uh, this team's really good, and he's got nobody to throw to, and it just shows how good Lamar Jackson is. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's unreal, and he's so much fun to watch. Um, I mean, like we talked about previous episodes, he's, he's probably MVP right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Stroud, uh, not the greatest performance. Uh, 1933, 175 yards. No touchdowns, but also no picks. Uh, very lackluster. Like I said, like we said, it was 10-10 uh, going into the half. Ravens just came out. And they made the proper adjustments. They were the better team. Uh, I mean, Nico Collins, not that great of a day. Still a solid day for most receivers, but 5 for 68. Devin Singletary had 5 catches for, for 48 yards. Uh, good thing he was you know, getting it going in the receiving game because he had 9 carries for 22 yards on the ground. Yeah, it um, sounds like Delvin Cook, who had uh, eight carries for 23 yards. Maybe he really is washed. Yeah. Well, I think all that talent translated to his brother, James, when Yeah, unfor- James unfortunately, Delvin is cooked. Yeah. Um, the Ravens receivers, like you said, they don't really have anybody to throw to. But um, Likely and Aguilar both got in the end zone for touchdowns. Say Flowers, four catches, 41 yards. Uh, he led the team in targets with five. Uh, he's he's going to be a really good receiver, but he, you know he reminds me of he he's I feel like he's Marquise Brown two point oh, little bit like he, he's he's going to be like a, a, a deep threat and and he could be a number one on most teams, but he's a guy that I don't necessarily think any team wants as your one. He would be if if he was the number two on your team, you'd be better better off. Um, and uh, I mean Bateman three thirty nine. What, what, what Nelson was Aguilar catches the touchdown. Yeah, what was dropping him like Aguilar? Man, <laughs> Bateman hasn't really done anything since he's gotten to the league. Huh? Thirty-two no. catches, three hundred sixty-one, three hundred sixty-seven yards, and touchdown on the year. Um, this is a guy that was a first-round receiver. I was a big fan. Of, so was I of Bateman. And where did he come from? Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean Odell, one catch, twelve yards. But I, I was talking to my dad about this the other day, and if the Ravens do go and win it all. And Odell gets his what second ring. I'm I'm so not ready for all the people that are going to start asking: Is Odell Beckham Jr. a Hall of Fame receiver? I think he is. I don't think he is. I do. I don't think he's. I think longevity has to play a big part in being a Hall of Famer. And although he had you know what four or five great seasons, um, he's battled a lot of injuries, and he, I don't know, he hasn't been a a, a big factor in, lately. I don't know. I, I I think he was just so dominant in in his prime, to where it doesn't even matter. I mean, 
three straight seasons of 1,300 or more yards. Um, had that pretty crazy. Had that one bad season, followed up with 2,000-yard seasons, and hasn't had a 1,000-yard season since 2019. Uh, I mean... Well, he was stuck on the Browns, and then he, he played, what, eight games with the Rams and then tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I um, don't know. I think Odell's a Hall of Famer. I, I, I don't know, because then, then you get into this whole discussion of, you know, how many guys really deserve being in the Hall of Fame that had their career cut short of injuries. Like, Andrew Luck's a guy that comes to mind. He was very dominant when he played. He was arguably one of the best quarterback prospects we've ever seen, and he surprised retired at, what, 31? Yeah, but I think that's on him. He's a quarterback. They're expected to have a longer, more longevity there, and he just called it quits, which can't really blame him, but... Yeah, well, I don't know. I just I, I look at a guy like Mike Evans who's come in and he's just dominated, put up a thousand yards in every season he's been in the league, um, and that's what I think when I think of a Hall of Fame receiver, um, somebody that's been doing it consistently for so long and so so great. And uh, as of right now, Odell and Evans both have the same amount of Super Bowls. Um, they're also in the same draft class, so hmm, pretty yeah, wrong. Um, but yeah, that's enough of that that game. Uh, moving on, Niners Packers. This is a game that the Niners had no business winning. They had no business winning, but somehow pull it off. Uh, Jordan Love, 21 of 34, 194, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Very costly one on that last drive. I don't yep. know what he was doing. No. Um, Cross the body. That, come on. That never works. Purdy didn't play great, but he did enough to get the job done. 23 of 39, 252, and a touchdown, no interceptions. Christian McCaffrey's just a beast. 17 yep. for 98, two touchdowns. Seven Aaron catches. Jones ran for another uh, 108. Um, yeah, I mean, this this Niners team's really good, and that that was a game that they really should have put up more. They should have they should have been able to blow this team out, and it it was just way too close. Um, I'm not I'm not so sold on them right now. Yeah, well, I have a couple thoughts on this. First off, Joe Barry's defense was horrible all year for the Packers. Uh. All Packers fans called for his head, wanted him gone. And the Packers' defense has really taken a big step, big jump in this offseason um, with the last two games. I mean, they shut down Dallas, and you come in, and you almost win against San Fran. Heck, they probably would have won had it not been for Jordan Love throwing the game away. Yeah. Uh, so this Packers' defense, I, I, I think they end up keeping Joe Barry, which a lot of Packers fans probably aren't happy about. Uh also, one thing I want to mention about the Niners, uh, I've seen so many posts um, about you know from Niners fans like, oh, like Brock Purdy silencing the doubters. I don't think he's doing any of that. Uh, I mean, you, you look at his, his box score, yeah, he had an okay game. You actually watch the game, he had so many ducks of passes. Like, he, he, he's not the greatest quarterback that, no. that their fans think he is. Um, and it's so irritating because any quarterback could come in and run that system. And be just as productive. You put Josh Rosen in there right now, and and he's producing. I mean, Sam Darnold's probably putting up MVP numbers. Yeah, yep. I mean, as 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 long as you go in and you know you can throw the five six yard passes, yeah, I mean, you're all set. But I mean, twenty three of thirty nine, two hundred fifty two yards and touchdown, uh, and you won the game. I mean, you can't ask for more. So I do have to give a little respect. He did what he needed to do. Uh, I just I don't think he's like an MVP or anything. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Kittle, four for 81 in a touchdown. He had a big day, yeah. Jawan Jennings, five catches, 61 yards. 
Ayuk, quiet day, three for 32. Debo got injured, two for 24. CMC added seven catches, 30 yards. Well, that's what was interesting. So, Juwan Jennings had a step up in the absence of Debo Samuel. Uh, but also the fact that, uh, you know, they, again, they struggled without Debo. Yeah. Once Debo left, like, they, they struggled pretty heavily. Um, it's it's uh, going to be interesting to see them against the Lions next week. Dre Greenlaw, your boy. Yeah. Two picks. <laughs> well, he uh he's he's really good. <laughs> well, but something that I've learned uh in this this divisional round week weekend is that if you want a good defense, you need a good linebacker. Yeah. You look at all the team these first two teams that won. Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith for the Ravens. You have Dre Greenlaw Fred and, and Fred Warner for the Niners. I mean, those are two insane linebacker duos. Probably the best duos in the league. Not only that, I mean, they're pass rush. You got Eric Armstead, yeah. Chase Young, Nick uh, Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw. This team's good. Yeah, and they had zero sacks. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, Packers I mean, O-line held up. Packers O-line, yeah. They, that's a team that they've been uh, – They've been getting guys like under the radar. They've been getting like mm-hmm. you know guys in the fourth, fifth round, and, and they've been pinning out. Like, look at Zach Tom. Yeah. Where, where do they get Zach Tom? Zach Tom has really been um, he used to showing out. Guy, right. He, uh, he Wake Forest. Oh. He was a fourth round pick in twenty twenty two, and man, he's he's had an incredible year. Yeah. Um, when you can hold that Niners defense to zero sacks, that's pretty impressive. It is impressive. Um, I mean, I think Jordan Love did enough to earn himself a contract this year. Oh, 100%. Uh, but, I mean, that, that costly interception at the end of the game, it was very reminiscent of uh, Brett Favre. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He farved that one away. <laughs> yeah, he, he sure did. Um, Moving on to Sunday. Yes. Uh, Tampa Bay goes down to Detroit 31-23. to um, Jerry Goff, 30-43, of 287, two touchdowns, no picks. He's really good. Well, when he, when he's not being pressured, yeah, it helps to uh, have a really good uh, offensive line. That is there. true. Um, probably the best in the league. Well, I, I saw the, the, they do the player intros and Penny Sewell. I didn't realize um, graded out as the best offensive tackle this year. I'm not surprised. He was really good this year. Yeah, I mean, well, he was great coming out of college. He was a surefire pick. Yeah, and it just took him a little bit to develop. They started him at guard. Yep. Um. He's he's definitely a left tackle and yeah, yeah. Well, he, he's uh he played right tackle for a while because they yeah. still have Taylor Decker. Um, I mean Baker Mayfield still, you know, put up some big numbers too. Uh, three forty nine, three touchdowns, two picks. Those two picks are costly. That last one was especially. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. You you can't be making those types of throws against an opportunistic Lions offense. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- th- this seems insane. You have Jameer Gibbs, nine carries, 74 yards and a touchdown. 31-yard touchdown run was the longest Lions playoff touch, uh, playoff touchdown run since 1991. Wow. Well, isn't this their first playoff win since 1991? Might be. I'm, I'm, yeah, I think so, yeah. Probably. They've been so bad. Yeah, it's been like 30 years, Thirty well, over 30 years <laughs> this since they've really won This seems really good. I mean, game. Craig Reynolds, one carry, one yard, one touchdown. Efficient. Yeah. Now, I, I that that play call was <laughs> that pissed me off. Uh, you have fourth and goal from the one, and you bring in Craig Reynolds over David Montgomery. 
Yeah. I I, I don't know. I don't know. But Dan Gamble yeah. paid off. Um, you look at the receiving game. I mean, Monter St. Brown, big get, big big day, uh, eight catches, seventy seven yards, and touchdown. Sam Laporta, as his stats might not suggest, you know, it looks like he had a okay day, nine catches, sixty five yards. But I feel like they were going to him every time. It was like, you know, third and medium. Yeah, and and he was converting first downs left and right. He's so so good. He, yeah, he's a stud. I mean, those of you that have him in like keeper leagues, um. I think I think he's got to be in the conversation. I, 100%. I, I think he's probably the next like Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I agree. In, in, when it comes to fantasy, like like I, I feel like he's that much better than the next tight ends like behind him. Um, Speaking of their tight ends, they uh, Brock Wright one catch twenty nine yards. I will bring that up because he went down with an injury, and this morning, yep, they did sign another tight end. They are bringing in Zach Ertz. A little playoff push for for Ertz boy. Ring chasing Ertz. Yeah. I don't. I don't blame him. Um, uh, I'd love I'd, to see that man. I like that. I like that move by the by the Lions. Well, and and it adds another receiver for Goff, a, a big receiving threat. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, because because Ertz. I mean, he's although Brock Wright was, I believe he was more of a blocking tight end. Yeah. Um, Ertz is kind of the opposite. Like, Ertz, although he can block, um, he's more of a receiver. Hundred percent. So I mean, you add that to Laporte, and and he can give Laporte some pointers. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a great move. Um, I I, I would love to see the Lions go on a run and win this all. Um, they're probably my new favorites with the Bills being eliminated. I I agree. Um, speaking of receivers, the active Hall of Famer Mike Evans, eight catches, hundred forty-seven yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, uh, Mike Evans is just unreal. He's a beast. Year in and year out, he keeps doing it, and. You you mentioned him before. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and it's not even close. It's if not. if you leave him off your ballot, I will personally come and have a chat with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean Mike Evans. Talk about a guy that I mean Baker Mayfield just knows he, he can throw it out to him, and, and Evans will make a play. Yeah, that, that's that's how Evans got his touchdown. Baker Mayfield threw it into coverage. Mike Evans jumped up, yeah, you fifty know, uh, fifty ball. Well, not 50-50 ball once Mike Evans because he's six five, but um, yeah, it was a big catch for a touchdown. Uh, I don't. I I did not understand them going for two. Yeah, I I never liked th- those kinds of calls. And when you're going th- for two, there you draw up a fade route. Yeah, sure. I, I I get it was probably pi, but I mean Mike Evans didn't do enough to sell it in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why you're drawing up a fade there. I get it's Mike Evans one on one, but. It worked. It worked once. Uh, you're really gonna try and make it work twice? Yeah, going for two there just didn't make sense to me. But yeah. what do I know? Um, Lions got off the, after the quarterback. Um, yeah, four sacks. Yeah, and and two and a half came from uh, guys in their secondary. Yeah, I thought to Melifanu and Brian Branch. Melifanu Bra- has had such a good year. He has. Well, so, so is Brian Branch. Oh, Brian Branch. Yeah, I was well. I was a huge Brian Branch fan as like a, a you know, kind of nickel cornerback safety hybrid. Um, He's got to be in the conversation for defensive rookie of the year. I'd say so. Um, but the way they've, they, they've put him in as a corner. Yeah. He's listed as a corner for them. Uh, well, actually, no, he's listed as a safety, but he's been playing corner for them. And uh, he's been, he's been killing it, man. Um, I loved Hutch- him out of college. Yeah, so did I. I mean... He, he reminded me a lot of Xavier McKinney, just a little faster. Yep. Um, and, man, yeah, he's delivered. 
I mean, uh, Aiden Aiden Hutchinson had four tackles, a sack, three quarterback hits. He was in there all day. Another guy, he didn't, he doesn't, he only had one quarterback hit, but Vita Veo was in there all day. Mm -hmm. Um, Frank Ragnow did a great job just fighting through injuries, just uh, try to keep him in check. Um, No tackles for loss either for Vita Veo. That that was uh, pretty surprising to me. I feel like every every play that I was watching, he was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a good good game from the Lions. Um, I think you saw a lot out of that team. Able to uh, these guys could just put up points at will. It seems. Yep. And their defense has been really solid. Um, it, it has been. It's well, going to be their secondary is a little questionable. Yeah. Um, but they really tightened up against the Bucks. I, I say tightened up. They still allowed. Dang near 150 yards to Mike Evans receiving, yeah. but um, CJ they won the game. with the pick. <laughs> yeah, yep. Eagles didn't need him. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The the Lions Bucks game was uh, definitely a lot of fun to watch. And the game that was even more fun to watch, um, the nightcap yesterday, the Chiefs taking down the Bills 27-24. Josh Allen still can't beat the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes near perfect game. 17 of 23, 215, two touchdowns. Both yep. of those to Travis Kelsey, who had five for 75. Um, a little quiet day for Rasheed Rice, four for 47. But, I mean, when Isaiah Pacheco's averaging six and a half a carry, yeah. you, you don't really need to do much through the air. No, no, they, they definitely had it going both um, through the air and on the ground. Uh, I mean, Bills did too. Uh, Bill uh, Josh Allen. 26 of 39, 186 yards, and a touchdown passing. 12 carries for 72 yards and two touchdowns rushing. You know he tied the record for most rushing touchdowns in a season by a quarterback, including playoffs? Did he really? 18. Wow. Tied yeah. Jalen Hurts. He's uh, he's had a pretty crazy year. Um, uh, this is a guy, I mean, I, I think he's dark horse for MVP, but he, like you said, he can't beat the Chiefs. Um, no. I, I do get that. Tyler Bass is the one that missed the field goal to tie the game at the end. Oh my god! I went to his Wikipedia page after the game because mm-hmm. I saw it on Twitter, and I didn't. I thought it was just Photoshop. Somebody went in and edited it. They they put his team as like China. They put oh, wow. him the worst effing kicker in the world. Wow! They, they were ruthless. No, but I mean, the the one play that stood out, stood out to me was a couple plays before they kicked that field goal. Uh, it was I think third and short, and instead of. Uh, Josh Allen hitting Stephon Diggs over the middle. He was wide open on a um, like a slant route. He he threw it deep and overthrew. Uh, I forget who he threw it to, but but overthrew the the receiver by like oh, two yards. Khalil Shakir. It, it must have been <laughs> Shakir. Um, but yeah, no. Instead instead of going for the first down, he took the big shot, missed it, and then they ended up having to go for the field goal, which. Um, I mean, I, I I think that's more on Allen than it is the kicker for missing. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have to put the kicker in that position. How about the carry from uh, Demar Hamlin? Oh man, this isn't <laughs> this isn't a Disney movie. Um, I don't know what they were thinking there. Yeah. So you have a six five, two forty pound uh, quarterback that runs what four seven five. Yeah. Um, he had twelve carries, seventy two yards, and two rushing touchdowns on the ground. And you decide to give it to the guy that died on the field. Um, didn't make much sense to me. He did get two yards. Um, that, that those two yards might be enough to win comeback player of the year, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
man, I I didn't get that play at all. And I mean, to fake it, it, they, it wasn't even like they're on like the fifty or anything. No. They they were backed up into their own end zone. Yeah, and they ran that play. Well, and then uh, so the Chiefs get the ball and Michael Hardman. Whew, what a day for him! Yeah, one carry, negative one yard, lost a fumble, and lost two fumbles. One catch. Or he had two fumbles, lost one. One catch, two yards, and another fumble. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, he. Uh... The Swifties hate him. <laughs> this, no, I'm serious. The Swifties. I saw. Uh, like I think it was a Reddit post. They're like, "Why is Michael Hardman still on the field?" <laughs> what I thought was the highlight of this game wasn't actually the game. It was Jason Kelsey up in the box. Oh my god, that was the greatest thing with ever. his entire hand around the twelve ounce can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was that was great watching. Um, he, he literally he jumped out of the suite into the, the the like the stands with the fans and started taking fans' beers and and hammering them and chugging them. He is enjoying retirement. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I unofficially, but yeah, I don't know if he's re- officially retired yet. But uh, after that performance, yeah. I think he's got to. Yeah, no, it was it was it was insane. It made you know them switching up to the the camera, you know, that's on Taylor Swift's box a little more enjoyable because it wasn't it wasn't just Taylor Swift watching the Taylor game. Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't just Taylor Swift. It, it, you'd see Jason Kelsey in the background. Chugging a beer <laughs> every, every time. single time the yeah. camera panned to him, he's chugging a beer. Yep, and then uh, so there was the the picture that uh, somebody screenshotted of when when Kelsey scored the first time, and he's sitting there shirtless, and he has his his, his arms out wide, and he's he's yelling, and uh, you can see his wife Kylie in the background with just the the smallest grin on her face, like a little, <laughs> little smirk, like yeah, that's mine, that's my mm-hmm. husband, guys. Um, but man, I'd I'd hate to be in her shoes having to get a drunk Jason Kelsey into the Uber or whatever car services they have after after yeah. the game. Um, he was he was after the game he was in the uh like suite like common lounge, um or like the, or the hallway that leads to all the suites, signing jerseys and everything for for fans. That's crazy. Like he was there in like an hour after. Yeah, I mean what he's a legend. He's just such a, a great guy. I mean, it's another Hall of Famer. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely, um, him and Travis, both Hall of Famers. No yeah, doubt about first it. ballot. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm curious if they retire together. You uh, know, I could see that, so they could go into the hall together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they know they they, they know they're both Hall of Famers. Well, Jason Kelsey has come out and said he doesn't think he is. <laughs> yeah, but that's just him being <laughs> humble, man. And and, yeah. and Kelsey. If tries Jason to... Kelsey's not a Hall of Famer, then I want a word with whoever's voting as well. Yeah, I mean that, that's like. That's like saying Tom Brady's not a Hall of Famer, you yeah. know. I mean, Jason Kelsey's arguably the best center of all time. Yeah, I, well, one of the most consistent centers mm. of all time. Hundred percent. Um, he, you know, he only has the one ring to show for it. But man, it, it'd be great if they both came back next year for a farewell tour. And, that would be pretty sick. And, and you know, because I don't think Travis is done. Uh, yeah, I think Travis has like one, one or two more years left in him. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, I think. Well, the thing Jason Kelsey had said though was um. This was the first year where he was still sore on Wednesdays. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I, I don't know. I I could see him going back and forth on it. Uh, the amount of fun he had at this Chiefs game, though. He's, pro- he's probably <laughs> I think he's le- ready to hang him up. Yeah, I think he's leaning towards retirement. Um. <laughs> but that that was that was so much fun to watch. Uh, and, and it's just awesome. You know, he's rooting for his brother. He's at the brother game. He was he was at the tailgate because the the game was in Buffalo. Oh yeah. He was at outside tailgating with fans before the game 
there there was a video of of him uh, over by uh, some some truck. And he picked up a bowling ball with a shot in it and took a shot out of a bowling ball. Like, this dude's just, man, he's a legend. I wonder if he jumped through a table that <laughs> was on fire. No, I did, I did see a, uh, a video of a guy that jumped through a table. Or no, he was, he was uh, John Cena attitude adjustment through the table. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and he caught on fire. Yeah. Man, Bills fans are crazy. Yeah. Um, that's enough about that game. Chiefs yeah. moving on to the conference championship once again. Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, Let's get into our uh, championship round picks. Yeah, so we got KC at Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going KC. I mean, <laughs> so every, everything tells me I should go KC because they've been there before, their experience. Lamar in the playoffs notoriously isn't that great. Um, I mean, the Chiefs just always find a way to get there. Yeah. It's just... The, I'm 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 really hung up on the theory, the Super Bowl logo theory right now. Mm, me too. Where, you know, the, the colors of the Super Bowl logo that come out at the beginning of the season correlate to which teams are going to be in the Super Bowl. It's happened the last what three years. Yeah. It's they, they've uh, correlated with each other. So, I, I'm 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 obviously I'm going Ravens Niners to match the the red and the purple in that Super Bowl logo. Uh, just because I'm I'm. I know, I know. This sounds so silly, but I'm just, I'm so split on the games. Yeah. That like, that's got to be my deciding factor. And factory. then uh, the, uh, the news report that somebody took a picture of where it yep. said, um, Usher, Reba McIntyre, and I think it was like Post Malone will yeah. be uh, performing the Super Bowl halftime show between the Ravens and the Niners. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean it, the NFL script is leaked. I guess. I guess so. Somebody's got a hold of it, but I'm still taking KC. I think. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes finds a way to cry to the refs, and uh, they go off script a little bit for him. And um, that that red in the logo is for the Chiefs. <laughs> All right. I mean, I yeah, I got to go Baltimore. I just I, I think this is me being biased, also because I I really want to see Baltimore, you know, get in there. Harbaugh, uh, he's it's been too long since he's like won a, a Super Bowl, and he's he's a great coach. He's Every year, perennially in the playoffs, yeah, that Baltimore team has always been good. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter like who's been there, and just the fact that Lamar is doing what he's doing without any really weapons, like we had talked about, uh, that and they're also probably getting Mark Andrews back for this game. Yeah. Um. I, also, I mean, Baltimore has a top top defense. So does KC. I think it should be a really good game. I think Baltimore edges it out. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a three-point game. I, I'm going to lean KC, though. Um, and then the second game, we got Detroit at San Fran, obviously. Yep. I am taking Detroit. Man, I would I would love to take Detroit. I, I'd love to see Detroit, you know, get in there and uh, make it to the Super Bowl, especially after, you know, That crowd drought. was electric. It was. But I think that also played a big part in their win. Could have. I mean – how well are Lions fans going to travel to California? They may. It's Detroit football. They haven't That's been true. in the conference championship. <laughs> it's a once in a lifetime thing for them. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't know. It, it's, it's a, it's an away game for them. Uh, I think if I was a diehard Detroit Lions fan for my entire life, and I've never seen this before, I'd, I'd make the trip out to Cali for it. Yeah. Well, I mean that when, when the Eagles first won the Super Bowl back in what, 2017, um, man, if I wasn't in high school, 
I, I was definitely going to either the game or the parade or yeah. at least the parade. Um, but unfortunately, I was still a little too young to, to experience that, uh, which is why I'm hoping they win again. But uh, back to the game. Uh, Niners, unreal defense, something that the Lions don't exactly have. Yeah. Um, I always say this. I always come back. What gets you through the playoffs is defense and run game. Both of these teams have a great run game. Um, I mean, Niners have McCaffrey. I, I'd, I'd actually argue the Lions have a better run game than the Niners. But I think the Niners' defense just is so much better uh, than Detroit's. I I don't know, man. I, I think San Fran takes it. I, I'm just hoping we get a rematch of the 2018 Monday night game between uh, the Chiefs and the Rams where uh, they were both 9-1. and one. Patrick Mahomes threw for 478 and six touchdowns. Golf went uh, 31 of 49, 413 and four touchdowns. Wow. Little shootout. Um, I, that's what I want for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm taking KC Detroit. I think that would be a very, very good Super Bowl. And I'm probably going to be wrong on both picks. And honestly, if we get Baltimore safe, any of these matchups for the Super Bowl are going to be good games, I think. Yeah. No, I mean, that. It's probably four of the best teams in the league right right now, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, but they're also all pretty much pretty fun to watch. Um, I'd say so. Yeah. I, I hate to admit that, but I I would love if it were up to me, Baltimore Detroit are winning it. It's Baltimore Detroit Super Bowl. That would be nice. Um, that way it's Detroit's a win. Detroit's just the most fun team to watch right now. That and, and it's such a good story. You know that they haven't been they haven't won a playoff game in like thirty years. Here they are on a run. You got Man Campbell. You got an underdog story in Jared Goff, who mm-hmm. literally the the Rams gave picks up to get rid of him and get him off yep. the books. Um, and here he is, you know, taking his team to possibly the Super Bowl. Uh, it'd be a great story. Um, but man, I don't know. I just I'm going with with, with my, my my brain here with Baltimore and San Fran. But I also I I hate San Fran. I'd love Detroit to win. Yeah, that's fair. All right, that's pretty much going to wrap us up. Yeah, um, there's short episode. Today. No pod next week because it's the Pro Bowl, and we don't really want to talk about the Pro Bowl. Yeah. But we will be dropping another mock draft, so be on the lookout for that. Check us out on socials at Ice Bath Sports on Instagram and TikTok at Ice Bath Pod on X, and you could watch the video version of this episode on the Ice Bath Sports Podcast YouTube page. Um, hope you guys enjoy the new camera. We'll see you in two weeks. As always, stay, stay cool. cool.